you from the Yard Dogs Podcast Studio. A show for the fans by the fans. Talking all things Cleveland Browns from our mic to your ears. To your ears. With your hosts, Jason Hand and Mikey P. Yes. Welcome to Season 3, Episode 6 of the Yard Dogs Podcast, the show for the fans, by the fans. I'm your host, Jason Hand. You can find me on Twitter, at Browns Huddle. You can also find this podcast on Twitter, at Yard Dogs Pod. We are part of the Faithful Dogs Network. You can find the Faithful Dogs Network on Twitter, at FD Network Clee. If you're a Cleveland Browns fan, have a story to tell, and want to share it, hit us up on Twitter. Our DMs are wide open. Don't forget to subscribe to the podcast, give us a five-star review, and please share this show because sharing the show helps more than you'll ever know. We are streaming live exclusively on Twitch. You can also find the Yard Dogs podcast wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. While you're there, give us a follow so we can remind you every time a new episode is available. And you can see him to the right. Joining me now, my co-pilot, Partner in crime, the one and only Mikey P. You can find him on Twitter at Mikey P422. Mikey, how we doing tonight, buddy? We're doing good, man. I'm just trying to figure out how we went from uh I think last week it was it was felt like winter weather still. And then all yeah. of a sudden it's it's the summer. Well, like we just totally missed spring. <laughs> Like where did where did spring go? I was like, give me some of those cooler days, but no, we went right in the summer. But uh, you know, uh, getting ready for the draft, I'm excited about that. Um, even though we don't have a pick Thursday night, I'll still be tuning in and watching uh, the entire draft. Just something I always do every year. I'll have my uh, board out. So typically, I always do a first round draft for all the teams involved. It's, it's tough sometimes when the trades start happening because you can't anticipate all those trades sometimes. Uh, but I like to have fun, and then uh, you know, maybe we'll sneak back into the first round. Don't know, um, but if not, you know, we'll be there uh, Friday night for rounds two and three. Yeah, I think that's the the big news of the week, Mikey P. Is the NFL draft? That's the really. There's not much news going on as far as the Browns mm. camp is concerned, but we do have the draft that's two days away. You're right. The, the the Browns don't have a pick right now in the first round, but that's one of our segments tonight is round two pick 44. And maybe it's possible, even though Andrew Barry says it, it, you know, he's comfortable where he's at. It's possible. We could move up into the first round. So we'll definitely talk about that tonight for, for the viewers, the listeners. um, I want to plug this. The faithful dogs network is planning. Speaking of the draft, a pre-draft spaces. Mm -hmm. Everybody's familiar with Twitter and the spaces. It's the new thing. It's the hip thing. A lot of fun. There's, there's a lot of uh, people that put on spaces. Well, the faithful dogs network is going to do one. Uh, at 7 p.m. on Thursday, mm-hmm. right before the draft, and they're going to talk about all things NFL draft. You'll be there. Mikey P I'll will be there, be there as mm-hmm. well. Um, a lot of the fellows from the Faithful Dogs Network will be in the spaces. Um, heck, I'll, I'll probably be there as well. I might be a little late because I've got a soccer game, but other than that, yeah, we'll, we'll be there. So, so be sure to tune in on Twitter, spaces, uh, search for the Faithful Dogs Network, for the pre-draft fun. Well, Mikey P, we got a great show lined up tonight. We have a couple of guests um, that that we're going to bring into the stream here in a minute. We're going to talk about, of course, the NFL draft that's happening in two days. And we're also going to talk about the NFL schedule release, which is in May uh, on May 12th. So we're going to talk about the Brown schedule with their home and away games. It's always exciting to see who the Browns play and and where and what time. I know we're we're planning on going to a game or two this year, so so that's going to be good. And then, of course, we have the Yard Dogs podcast mailbag questions. We have a couple of questions there to to talk about tonight, Mikey P. Yes, we do. It's going to be some fun stuff. And uh, I think we have a couple of guests, you know, that you mentioned here, coming coming to join us in the the yard. Yes. So – 
yeah, we have two two guests uh, coming on the show. Um, let's go ahead and add them to the stream right now. We have Mr. Deacon. Welcome yeah. to the yard. And Aaron Sims. Hey, what's happening? What's going what's on, going fellas? On, fellas? <laughs> Nothing much, ain't that, man. Ain't nothing to it. Ain't nothing to it. <laughs> I Just, think that uh, this is the first time that the Yard Dogs podcast has had four four people on one one show. So this is cool. I like it. I can get into this. <laughs> oh, no. All right. I, I'm glad. I'm glad. I'm glad we set a record. You know. <laughs> Um, so, so Mr. Deacon, Aaron Smith, uh, uh, Sims, I'm sorry. You're the co-host of. Yeah, this is Mr. Deacon experience. Mr. Deacon experience. Yeah. Yeah. TMDE for short. Yeah. Me and Christy Acuti are co-hosts. Uh, yeah. Christy Acuti. Is that, that's how you pronounce it. She was on our show last week. Um, it's a cutie, right? Yeah, it's a cutie. cutie. There you go. Guys. We had a lot of fun with Christy last week. Um, the, the time just flew. And then when, when Marcus, uh, when you reached out to us to, to come on the show, I was excited. I, I said, you know, man, if I had known that sooner, we should have just all been on the show on the same, <laughs> same episode. But that's okay. Yeah. Well, we're going to have a lot of fun tonight. No doubt. Let's, let's, do get, let's get it in. Let's do it. Let's do it. Um, so on your podcast, you had – uh, Eric Medcalf on your show a month ago. Yes, and yeah, give or take, I, yeah. Give or take a month ago. I've mm. always wanted him to come on the Yard Dogs podcast. Um, he will eventually, I'm sure, soon, someday. But I, I was able to watch a little bit of your show. Man, you guys had a good time with Eric Medcalf. I mean, that, that looked like a lot of fun. My question to you guys are, what, what do you know now that you didn't know about Eric Medcalf before you had him on the show? Wow, um, Aaron, well, go ahead, go ahead, bro. I know he likes McCollum Twenty Five. You know, <laughs> like I said, that's his favorite drink. Um, really, you know, hanging out with the man before the show made it so much fun because he's a he's a great person. Um, you know, just as a regular person, we we met up after All Star Game, after the Celebrity All Star Game. You know, we had a good time with him down at the Nines for over two and a half hours. So we said we might as well get him on the show and you know make something happen, make some shape. And I, if if I ever recall, he. He just got into. Oh, I know he's always been a big uh, connoisseur of cigars, uh, but yeah. I think he started his his own brand, or he's got his own version of a brand. If I'm not mistaken, here they just started recently too. No, I haven't heard that, but I, I do know. We talk about that, but I said I did know what I did find out that he was um, one of the head scouts for Nike Track. He's doing okay. a lot of stuff with um, Nike Track all around the country. You know, I thought he was a Clevelander. He lives in Seattle, Washington. So you know, it, it, you know, we learned a lot of things. It was a good, it was a good talk. Good talk. Nice. Well, I tell you, I, I grew up a Browns fan in the '80s, and I remember as a kid being in the front yard and trying to imitate Eric Medcast moves, like the double move. What do you call that? Where he goes to his left, goes to his right. That. Uh, just the, unbelievable. The jump cut. He mean yeah, the jump yeah, cut. The jump cut. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they talk about LT revolutionizing the jump cut. I was like, no, Eric Metcalf started the jump cut. In fact, yeah. in fact, his dad. Even yeah, his dad him. was better than him at it. <laughs> uh, yeah, Cle Cleveland legend Eric Metcalf. Um, what a, what a phenomenal guy. And and you guys um, were able to have him on the show. You had something like over six thousand views on your wow. YouTube channel. I saw. Which is yeah. pre pretty pretty good, man. That's awesome. Yeah, I was I was yeah. very impressed. <laughs> you know, it is it is what it is. It, you know, it's 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 a hard grind, man. With you know, with social media and YouTube, and you know, when you you know, we've been doing it, we've been at it for a couple of years, and it's hard to try to build up that 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 fan base and that client base, and it's mm -hmm. it's not easy. It's not easy at all. You know, a lot of time, a lot of effort, a lot of a lot of grind. You got to be you got to grind with this. If you're not down for the grind and just leave it alone you know you're wasting your time and it's not yeah. gonna happen overnight just because you put something out don't mean everybody gonna watch it correct you know? and that's something you know i've been talking about with a couple of my peers recently is that um so many people get into it early and they don't see the fruits of their labor like they're not getting the views like they would hope or mm -hmm. uh, maybe they're not getting any sponsorships coming in or anything like that and they and they give up real quick mm -hmm. um and that's why you see it's, right. it's tough sometimes podcasts you know maybe you see a lot of podcasts where you see like, you know, they may only last a year or, or half a year sometimes. So, 
you definitely got to put the work in. That's for sure. And you yeah, guys are doing all day. Yeah, we've yeah. been at it two and a half years, and we just now starting to get over a thousand views. So, you know, it's been a long grind. Mm-hmm. Yeah, awesome. don't you guys think that the biggest key to this is is just having fun? Yep. You know, all obviously we, we have to be passionate about what we do, but but just have fun. And if if you do that and you have fun with guests, the results will be there. You know, um, so so to me, it's not all about the views; it's just about having fun, talking about our favorite football team. And the Browns don't give you any shortage of uh, topics to, to talk about. There's hey, always some hey. type of drama or storyline going on. Like, like they talk about the Cowboys being America's team, but I'm like, the Browns are always in the headlines. Yeah, they they. <laughs> it's still the factory of sadness that we're trying to get away from. Yes, that you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, I don't. You know, I see us. You know, really, I see this is the best position the Browns ever been in, and um, it even actually looks like they're stacking the decks for the Browns to win. So, uh, you know, I know that the whole country would go crazy if the Browns win. They, like you said, they say that the Cowboys are America's team, yeah, but they ain't got no Browns, they ain't got no Cowboys backers in the UK, and they don't got a Cowboys backers in Florida and pretty much every state. Even in Pittsburgh, we had a good time at the um, yeah. Browns Browns back in Mulligans. We had a good time up there. It was Steelers fans on one side. Browns fans on the other side. Nobody fought, but we got it in. We was we was yeah, cheering yeah. back and forth. It was fun. Yes, sir. Yeah, you, you know, Twitter, um, especially Browns Twitter, it opened my eyes to just how big the Browns are worldwide. You know, um, mm-hmm. Mikey P. We've had guests on the show from Australia. We've had yeah. a, you know a couple guests from Australia. Uh, Pete Barker's from the UK. Mm-hmm. What's amazing to me is. To be a Browns fan in the United States, you know, on whatever uh, timeline that you live in, um, mm-hmm. when you're watching football in Australia or the UK, man, you got to get up at like two in the morning to, wa- to watch a football yeah. game. Exactly. You know, and these guys do it every single week, you know, and they love doing it and they're very passionate about the Cleveland Browns. And, you know, Twitter just opened my eyes to that. I mean, this, this is really a, the world's team. I mean, it really is. Right. Yeah, the Browns got some of the, the – I think one of the largest – fan bases in the world you know yeah, so it, it's, yeah. it's not a game to the browns man when you down at the muni lot and they barbecue and having a good time and the, it's it's serious business you know so you gotta we gotta have appreciate these some diehard diehard fans you know it's not maybe it's as fanatical as the black hole used to be mm-hmm. but they they don't play down here we it's serious business down here <laughs> we, we got the dog pound yeah. You know, so the black hole. I, I really don't think nobody got nothing on the dog problem. I don't care you. I think I, I Cleveland can, the best fans yeah. in history. I mean, mm-hmm. you look at you look at what they did when you took their team. I mean, they took their seats back. Yeah. <laughs> they took their seats back. Uh-huh. Pulled them out. Pulled them out. Yep. Well, uh, let's let's um, get into the NFL draft. Just want to remind everybody we are streaming live exclusively on Twitch. Uh, viewer comments are welcome. If you have a question or comment, please post it, and we'll try to get them answered as they are rolling in. Um, NFL draft, gentlemen, two days away. Uh, it is definitely something that I'm always excited about. You know, I have a little bit of pre-draft jitters. I can only imagine what the the players are thinking as they're uh, about to get their name called. That's one of the things that's really exciting for me as a fan. You know, these guys have been playing light, uh, playing football their whole entire life from all the way from Pop Warner, you know, through middle school, high school and college. And they worked to get to this point and to see their name called on 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 draft day, whatever pick it might be, is pretty. It's a special thing. Yeah. Definitely, you know, we definitely throw draft parties down here in Canton, Ohio. You know, that's that's just a thing they do. Um, the Hall of Fame actually opens it up, and you can go into the bar and Hall of Fame, have some drinks and watch it, or you can go down to the sports club. There's so many parties on draft night, Thursday and Friday. It's going to be jumping mm-hmm. down here in Canton, Ohio. Is definitely. that where you're at, is oh, Canton? Yeah. yeah, yeah, we're down in Canton. Like, I'm, okay. I could... I could almost throw a rock to the Hall of Fame from where I'm at right now. Okay. So, it's yeah. true. <laughs> yeah. It's it, you know, we trying to the city of Canada is doing a lot for the NFL and they love their Browns down here. So, you know, same old, same old everywhere. Everybody loves Cleveland Brown. Either, <laughs> you know. Well, um, Round one starts on Thursday night. Uh-huh. We we don't have a pick, right? Because we, we know what we did with our first pick. Um yeah. 
before we get into that, what, what do you guys think? I mean, Deshaun Watson is now Cleveland Brown. Has that hit home for you yet? I mean, he hasn't mm. played a snap yet, and sometimes, you know, you can just forget how special a football player he is because he didn't even play last year. But has that hit home for you guys yet that Deshaun Watson is now Cleveland Brown? You want me to go, Aaron? You got it. You got it, Mr. Deacon. Oh, oh my <laughs> God. Oh, my God. It's like I, you know, was talking about earlier. We TMDE put this out. We put this out earlier when, when um, Adam, Adam Scheffner said it was an opportunity for the Browns. I knew they were done with Baker. Like I said, I don't want to be a Baker hater, but I knew he was done with Baker then. You know, watching him for four years and, and seeing all the mistakes and tendencies, they wanted to upgrade. Did I like how they went about it? No. But it hit home for me. Like, when I was coming out of work, and I kind of like, oh, well, the Browns are falling out of the race. I was like, what? what? I was, oh, damn. And then the next day, I came in the car, and I was in the parking garage. I could hear pieces. 20, 230 million. Shh. Sean Watson. What? What? <laughs> I was like, are you? Man, I couldn't believe. I was like, wow, my whole I was having a bad day. My whole world just flipped upside down because the guy is, to me, a top five quarterback in the league. I don't care that he didn't play a year. He still keeps his body in shape. Besides the little issues, the guy can make plays. He can make all the throws. The only thing I'm worried about is what Kevin Stefanski is going to do with him in this offense. I don't want to see that three tight end crap. I don't want to see that. I think that's gone. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. Go ahead, for real. I I want to see it. I want to see it because because he because he has an IQ to run it. I mean, Baker don't have the IQ to run it. He already said he couldn't open up the playbook to Baker because Baker pulls his eyes down too fast. That's one thing we ain't got to worry about with Sean Watson because he has a high IQ. I mean, you look at the way he's run the spread offense. He can he can choose between throwing it to a running back or the two tight ends. They do it in layers. It's an unstoppable play if you have an athlete that knows how to run it. And Kareem Hunt is gonna go wild. I'm going yep. to go wild on those plays. I'm yep. telling you, this is the best the Browns ever had. And, I mean, I look at the depth. You know, we got we got Chubb, Hunt. Then we got Ernest, Ernest, Ernest backing them up. That's three. Three deep. And then we didn't even talk about Demetric Felton. We got three good quarterbacks that are mobile. We got three. Uh, to me, I think we got three better quarterbacks than we had on the roster last year. All three of them. Oh, I mean, I, I used to I used to hate when Dobbs got in the game for Pittsburgh because he could run. He would get those yards. We about to watch some exciting football in Cleveland that we never seen. And be honest, we should be excited like it's Paul Brown throwing the forward pass because we about to see a new brand of football. Yeah. Now I I'm may excited. add this. Now I just said I didn't want to see it. I won't mind seeing it, but not at the frequency they ran it last year. That they, they was too much. You knew what was coming. You knew it. Now, like you said, the playbook should be wide open right now. Well, and Chubb is, Chubb is going to catch more passes too. You know, But I don't want the Browns to get away from their identity. Their identity to me is still pounding the rock. But now when you go to the pass, you, you don't know what's going to happen. And yeah. Sean is going to give you that dimension, that dynamic that we had not seen in Cleveland. You know, and I ain't talking about just throwing double coverage and doing all kinds of craziness. You're going to see some sound decisive decision making now he's not perfect but he he, he he's this guy i think he'll baker never made the pro bowl i think Deshaun might make the if he can play the whole season he'll make the pro bowl he'll make the you'll see a, when the last time the browns had a pro bowl quarterback in cleveland anderson Derek yeah. anderson. Yeah, anderson. anderson when he when he That's had it. When he had yep. Barry Lynn Edwards and that freak year he had, and, and, and Romeo, oh, they, no. they kicked Romeo about, out of town like it was nothing, and they went like, "What was that? Was ten or something that year?" And they just, and I was like, "Wow, <laughs> you know." So you're gonna see, you're gonna see that. You better see it. Now, if it fails, oh my God, Cleveland might be on fire. But I, I mean, think I, I think happen. we definitely will see a, a, a different offense than we've we've seen in the last couple of years with St- Kevin Stefanski. He's going to oh. tailor it around Deshaun Watson. I mean, Desha- mm-hmm. Baker is not Deshaun. Deshaun's not Baker. They're total, two totally different quarterbacks, you know. So it's going to be fun to see, man. I, I can't wait to see it myself. I mean, man. Stefanski's offense uses a, a fair amount. You know, they use the RPO a lot, and they didn't, right. were able to use that with Baker. Exactly, exactly. You know, because my yeah, thing but, is, what what what's Deshaun's what's Deshaun's um what's his weakness? Do any of y'all know Deshaun's weakness? Mm-mm. He don't really have he don't have one. He don't, he have, don't have one. He don't have one. The we, only I, weakness, the knock on him was that he struggled against us in that 
one game where the wind was just whipping. But I'm mm-hmm. like, everyone, no quarterback would have excelled in that game. Like the wind was crazy. It was it was blowing in opposite directions. It was raining. It was just crappy weather. I'm like. Mm-hmm. That's what Chubb and Hunter for. You, yeah, you know, if, if you got to go to God to stop him, that's a, that's a heck of a player. You need God. You need God to stop him. You know, I I take that every time on the Browns. We ain't never had nobody like that. Yeah. <laughs> um, we have a couple comments rolling in. Zach Noah, uh, FDP Faithful Dogs podcast. He put um, Deshaun can win MVP, and he also says. We have the best fans in the world, not just the NFL. That's a wise man right there. That's a wise man. No <laughs> lies being told. No <laughs> lies being told. Brown, and then Brown. um uh Browns fan five uh one three. I need to get my glasses. I can't see. Browns he fan says, Give me more Nick Chubb. Give me more Nick Chubb. So. I'll take that too. In the fourth <laughs> quarter when we run it down the clock, when we're up by two touchdowns, but I ain't turning off the gas. Nick Chubb ain't going to get us up by three touchdowns. Sean Watson will. We ain't turning off the gas until fourth quarter. You know, I thought, I, thought, I thought that was a big thing with Stefanski, too. We would get up by a touchdown or two and he'd turn the gas off and just want to keep on doing it. Then when we should be running, he's trying to throw the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, So, you know, he need to get that play calling together. If he can get that together, we can't be stopped. No doubt. Yeah, I think Did you guys see that video uh, rolling around great. Twitter um, uh, with Deshaun Watson throwing a pass that it looked like he was on a college football field recently? Did you guys see that? that? No, I didn't see that. He, he threw a deep pass in the end zone. It's just a thing of beauty, man. The, yeah. the camera angle on it was awesome. I don't know who he's throwing it to. Do you, Mikey P? Who was he throwing that ball to? Not sure who he was throwing it to, but it was a it was a, it was a beautiful pass. Right in the bucket. I, I went full chub after watching that pass. Let's just <laughs> <laughs> I wish I liked Speaking football of Chubb, like that. We'll be, uh, talking about Mr. Nick Chubb in the Yard Dogs podcast mailbag questions. We have a question about Mr. Nick Chubb, so we'll get back into him. Let's get into the NFL draft. We, you know, the draft is happening in two days. My my question to you guys. How many QBs do you think are going to go in the first round? You know, I've, I've, I've seen it. It's different, man. Like, I've seen two QBs fall in the top ten. Um, I think you know which two QBs I'm talking about. I've also seen them falling in other mocks. Um, I've seen three QBs in the first round. What do you guys think? I mean, what team is, you know, do you guys feel like is going to draft a QB? And I think the reason why I'm going with this, we need to find a home for Baker. Right. <laughs> Yeah, uh, you want to go? That's the real question. You got it, man. All right. So, this, you know, I was listening to the radio ninety two point three, the fan up here. You know, it's a sports channel up here, mm-hmm. and um, a lot of people, a lot of experts feel that some of the GMs are looking at this a little bit differently now, and these, you know, far as valuing some of these picks, are like, hey, let's not do this just yet. I don't honestly. I think maybe two. I want to I want to say three, but I'm gonna go. You know what? Let's screw it. Let's go three. I'll go three, but I'm that's pushing that's it. What I had three. Besides Malik and the other guy, Kenny. I uh, what I can't think of his name. Kenny Pickett. Yeah, Kenny, Kenny Pickett. Pickett. Those probably those guys will probably go. You know, they talk somebody talking about Detroit. I'm like, well, you still got Jared Goff, and I have to ask myself, why would you take those guys? I'm giving Baker props. Why would you take them over Baker? Baker does have the experience, and this is a this is a plus for him. It's kudos to him. Why would you take those guys over Baker Mayfield? I mean, has Baker destroyed his image that bad in less than a few months where you would take a rookie quarterback over him? I wouldn't do that. I would still give Baker that opportunity. He's not Deshaun Watson, but he should be better than these rookies. So I'm going to say, too, I think these teams are going to be focused on more adding weapons, weapons and defense to their arsenal, like, the Jazz got the first pick. You definitely, they're not taking a quarterback. But mm-hmm. I felt like their O-line could have used some work. But if you look at pro football focus, they felt like their O-line was okay. So take the defensive end. Maybe you want Aiden Hutchinson. You know, and guys mm-hmm. that can help stop these teams. So I'm looking at for more defensive players to go in this first round. More than anything right now, uh, unless you absolutely need a wide receiver. And you got Olave, different guys like that. So I'm looking for Maybe out of 32, more, maybe 20, 
20 to 17, 17 to 20 defensive players going first from safety to corner, defensive end, you know, linebacker, and then some of these other teams focusing. You know, the lower echelon are the better teams, so they're looking for more. They're looking for a little bit, probably more talent. So I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say two. Two quarterbacks are going the first round. I agree with that. I think, and it's a two you said. I think Malik Willis. Right. Um, I think Malik Willis uh, is going to end up going first, and then probably Kenny Pickett after mm. that. Um, Malik got a he got a cannon. Did you see what he did at the combine? He let that bad boy go. Yeah, you know, nice. and yeah, he he. I think he's nice. I think if he gets in the right system. What right. about the quarterback right. for Cincinnati Bearcats? Y'all don't think he might Ritter. sneak in? Yeah, I think he's oh, second. I forgot I think about Ritter. He's probably a second rounder, third rounder. Mm-hmm. Probably yeah. second. He'd be one. He'd be one I take a chance on. I, I honestly believe he's going. He's going to be the the dark horse pick. I think he's. If somebody gets in the second round, I think they'll have a great pick. For I, the I would, yeah, I would look for him in the second, and a team mm-hmm. to to take him. It would be perfect. Uh, Considering they just, you know, traded for Carson Wentz with the Washington com- Commanders bringing in Ritter, because oh, then then he doesn't have good. to he doesn't have to play right away. Right, the, their organization is trash. Snyder been screwing them boys up for years. Mm-hmm. I have no faith in whatever the Washington Commanders. If they leave Rivera do. in place, I think Rivera can do things. And uh, uh, De- Desmond Ritter, you know, is a big kid. Uh, I, yeah, I he is. I yeah. could see him uh, utilizing his skill set in that offense. Yeah, I think he's going to be a good pro. You know, right. the, the we said this a couple episodes, Mikey P. You know, the Detroit Lions are probably the most boring team in the NFL. <laughs> they really are, you know. And uh, they can make a splash with, with uh, either drafting like a Malik Willis with the, with the second pick or passing – on a quarterback with with the first pick and and, and uh, you know fixing some other position and then maybe trading for Baker Mayfield. You know Baker Mayfield could go to Detroit. He could get that fan base, you know, excited. Um, he's going to sell tickets. You know, he Baker Mayfield's a rock show. You know, right. and I think he's still confident enough to feel like he can deliver that organization a lot of wins. And the you know John Dorsey's there now, so he drafted. Baker Mayfield so that's going to be interesting to see but usually the first teams in the draft are, are you know need a quarterback but I'm looking at the the draft order a lot of these guys are you know teams are taken care of as far as quarterback so I, I think I agree with, with with you Mr. or Dr. Deacon you know I think a lot of defensive players and offensive tackles are going to be taken off the board early yeah no doubt good draft yeah um a lot of good receivers in this draft. A lot, yeah, of yeah. Good a lot. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I think the Browns should take one. You know, I do too. I, do. I think you they know. will at forty-four. Yeah, I, I like the guy from Western Michigan, man. Sky I like Moore. Sky Moore. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think he fits. He fits our system well, and I think that uh, you know he makes a lot of plays at, on broken plays, and I think that's where Deshaun Watson really shines. He make a bad play a good play. Yeah, I would like to get him. I just don't know at 44 if he'll be there because he's been moving up the draft board uh, yeah. you know, recently. Um, they may have to trade up. If they re- if they have someone on their board, you know, I could potentially see him trading up, especially uh, a team like Detroit with, you know, they have three picks in the top 34. They may look to trade back. Yeah, that might be good, too, to, to get know, another move, move Baker next year. You can move There's- Baker over there. Because, you know, everybody's just thinking about Baker last year. But if they really go back another year before he was hurt, he's in top five. He's in top five, you know, completion and all that stuff. Like, he he, he was ranked pretty high as a quarterback. I think that um, they need to look at the film when he wasn't hurt. I think last year, him not being selfish hurt him big time. He should have stayed at home and nursed his injury. And they would have said he coming back this year. They couldn't have got rid of him unless they let him play himself mm-hmm. out of town. Should have stayed home and petted that dog. That's what he yeah. should have did. You know, the dog ain't getting petted. He, he like that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, bro. I'm, I'm gonna tell you like this though, man. My, you know, I did do a. Um, I want to do my own horn. Uh, I put out. If, you, if you're familiar with Sports Nation, Dogs by Nature, I, we did an article on who the Browns should pick. Forty fourth. I felt like the Browns would probably trade back. Reason why I said it's because logically, the Browns have a tendency of trading back, acquiring assets. Everything that they did to get 
uh, Deshaun, they want to look to try to get some of that back. Now, we still got free agent wide receivers that's still out there. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to get an Olave, if you don't want to get old boy from Alabama, we can still get maybe T.Y. Hilton, Will Fuller. Hey, they, they talking about Deshaun Jackson. I don't know if I would do that. Deshaun Jackson wants to come you know, play for the Browns. So I feel like at this point in time, the Browns will probably want to get some assets. So I think the Browns, maybe they will move back from 44, maybe to 49, 50 in that range, get get another pick, you know, maybe get two picks. We, we don't know. But I, I think, like I said, they have a tendency. This is an analytically-based team. And the analytics tell me they're going to give up 44. I just don't see, unless somebody is there that they absolutely cannot refuse, mm-hmm. I think the Browns are going to trade back. Uh, Tyler Johnson says Sky Moore is exactly what the Browns uh, need and can play the X, Y, and Z or Z would be a perfect fit for this offense. Smart what can man. you tell us about Sky Moore? Any of you gentlemen? I'm not familiar, Aaron. Hey, I just know he's quick. He's a good route runner, and he has a high motor. And, you know, and that's what you need with a quarterback that can keep things going, somebody with a high motor. And he's one of those people, when you throw it up in the air, he goes and gets it. He's actually he's actually very aggressive with the ball in the air. And, you know, that's what I like about him. We need some aggressive. And he said, we the dogs. We need some dogs in the house. I want, yeah. I want somebody who's going who's gonna to want that <clears throat> ball when it goes in the air. I want somebody that's going to compete to get it. And, yeah, you know, he, uh, he's, he's, shif- he's real shifty, too. And like I said, he can play any position. I think he led the FBS last year with missed tackles, uh, twenty six. Yeah, but would you get him at forty four though? Forty four ain't nothing. You act like forty four is the first pick in the draft. There ain't nobody. No, no I didn't say that. Yeah. Yeah, who, who, what position do we need that we got to get somebody at forty four? Who's right better? Now, who's better than him at forty four? You would get right now. Def- I think we, like I said, with them, with them picks out there, I think we need a defensive end. I, there's no guarantee. They Go just got one. Man. They who? just got one. They got who to do that. The, they play. Who did the one they got? The one they got that played from Notre Dame. What's his name? Uh, Raquel. He played for. Um, he played for the San Diego Chargers. Then he went last year. He played for Baltimore. They picked him up. And he's a good player from Notre Dame. And they're gonna sign Javon Clowney. He's still gonna sign. See, we forgot about that, and we got yeah, Miles. I ain't wasting. I ain't wasting no draft on defense end, dog. I think. <laughs> I, I, I think no. defensive line. I heard that. I'm gonna write you down as a no. I That's think a big no. Line. No de. All right. Remember, all right. Remember, you got three picks. At, you got 78 and 99 in the third round. So yep. yes, we do. Uh, if you want to get a defensive player there, but uh, I think it just all depends. Like. When you get you put your board, this like this is what I was always told. Like when you put your board together, that you don't stray from your board. Like when you when you put that together, if the guy is there that you have ranked as the best player available, and he's there, you take that player. You don't this draft. You never draft for need because what happens when you start drafting for simply just need? Right. It, it doesn't tend to work out. You tend that's when you get reaches. That's when you see a guy that's like, oh, we need. We need yeah. a tackle, but all these guys have a third-round grade, but I'm a second-round pick. I'm going to take the best tackle available. Why? No, I don't do that. Not when you got – like last year, you know, when, when they got – and um, JOK kept falling. Oh, my God, I love that. I was like, so happy. Dude. He's the Ooh. best player on the board. You take him. If he's number one on your board, and you get him. He is your – you are getting that pick. And and I think that's what we'll see at 44 is right. is is if – now if we get to that point, and say Andrew Barry has two, three receivers in that grouping and, and a couple of edge rushers or a defensive tackle in that group and they're all gone, that's when you'll see Andrew Barry trade back. Like this is it's not a it's not a perfect science. It's not. No. I mean we can we can sit up here and we can have fun with it all day. You know, but it only take like one or two picks and early to screw the whole goddamn thing up. Yeah. You know, so and I've yeah. seen that like what they did what? You know, like when they took Daniel Jones when the Giants did that, I was like, Oh, come on. You know, like, it, Who the hell is that? Yeah, <laughs> certain things certain things happen. And it's 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 interesting because I know some of the guys be looking up at and be like, What the hell just happened? You know, mm-hmm. and those things screw up the draft board is too. But you know, like you said before, you got your players, you got your players lined up, and this is what you want. And if the Browns I wouldn't be mad if they went wide receiver, you know, like Aaron didn't he didn't feel like piss on the defense. I get it. You they know, got enough. they got enough. Yeah. But I still feel like we might need that D E. If if not just for death. We yeah. need somebody for death. You know what I'm saying? Clowney 
Cat don't like sometimes he don't want to play. He don't want to do certain things. You know what I'm saying? And I like I like Jadavion, but do we want to give Jadavion that type of money right now? I just you know who at forty four? Who at forty four? You see can make the Browns roster a defensive end. What defense do you think can make the Browns roster? Because we're pretty full. We don't really yeah. need. You know, yeah. I, I just want to know who you think. You know, because we know a couple receivers they could use. Tell me what defense end they could use, bro. Man, if if, if I'm gonna take a shot, man, I know Tell he's me. gonna fall. I like. I, I predicted that we could get an old boy from Purdue. I think if if he's around, I don't think he's gonna be around. That's why my original was what's his name? Trade back, Cal Dolphins, uh, uh, the boy, the cat from okay. the doors. I like okay. him, man. You know what I'm saying? Now, if he's around, which I doubt, if he's around, snatch his ass up, get him. You know what I'm saying? It because you know, like you said, we got to look at some of these teams offensively. The, those teams in the beginning, the top, the one to fifteen, they looking to me looking for offensive players. They're looking for somebody to put points on the board. So I kind of moved back from a little bit of the defense. It just depends. It's it's such a like I said, an inaccurate science. We, all we can do really is have fun and watch it, and it is what it yeah, is. I only get excited it's when the Browns fun. is up. When the Browns is up, I'm like, yeah, yeah, come on, come on. You know, but other than that, you know. It's going to be fun this year, too. It's You know, last year the draft was in Cleveland. It's in Vegas this year. You know, Vegas Mm -hmm. is, you know, they're going to do it big. Oh, yeah. They're going to have fun with it. Um, You know, you're going to have fans in attendance again. It's going to be fun again uh, seeing that. And uh, I just, you know, it's it's so hard to say. Like, they could go edge at 44. They could go wide receiver at 44. I I mean, obviously, if they go wide receiver at 44, that – that's telling you right there that they, that Clowney's all but gonna resign. Yeah, right. I wouldn't be mad. I wouldn't be mad at all. I'd what are what are the Browns' biggest needs? I don't see a need that a rookie's gonna really feel. Wide receiver and defensive line. Okay, you you think it's gonna be a wide receiver good enough to break the starting lineup? Potentially, and this would this lineup. I mean, okay. if you move, you know, if you take someone like Sky Moore, he's a guy mm-hmm. that can play all three positions. Right. So maybe you start him out the slots, typically the easiest position, uh, right. one of the easier positions. And he's shifty. Um, he could break tackles. What's his What's his size? What, what's the size? Anybody know? Sky Moore is uh, he's he's a little over six foot. Yeah, he's, a, he's, oh, not, he like he's six not a small six guy. foot six foot one ninety two hundred pounds. Oh, that's a that's a good hey, slot target. Sorry, that's he's, a he's target in the slot. Yeah, he's five ten one ninety five. Okay. Oh, five ten. Oh, I thought he was right at six foot. Yeah, them two inches hey. gonna kill you. Uh, the two inches gonna kill you. The two inches gonna kill you. If it if it was Baker, if it was Baker, yeah, but not for Deshaun. <laughs> yeah, right. And, I mean, hey, it is what it is. I think the Browns got enough. If they didn't have a draft, I still think they would be in first place. I think they could be first place in the league if they didn't have a draft. I think they would have they would have made the playoffs last year if you know somebody just would have sat down a couple games. You know what I mean? We was only half game out. The team is full. We got an all star roster now. We got an all star quarterback. We ain't even got to overthink it. We can actually just say throw it throw it in the throw it in the bucket. Who we get for real for real? Because none of them are really gonna make an impact early. Because we're forgetting about Demetric Felton. He's moving to the slot position. We're forgetting about um, Donovan Peoples Jones. They just picked up Weems. You know we got we got you know what I'm saying we. We we really got we got a team right now. We don't really need a draft. You know, to be honest with you, we don't need a draft. Yeah, I don't see anyone. You need you need one for the future, but you know. Yeah. But what I'm saying is, we don't need them to play. We don't got nobody. We don't have a position a rookie could could actually excel in. He can't be cornerback because we got Newsom and we just signed Denzel. Can't be safeties. We got two great safeties. Can't be linebackers. We got a full linebacker room. I don't think no. Uh, defensive lineman will start. <laughs> you know what I mean? I mean, really. Honest, defensive tackle and wide receiver, to me, were the two could potentially yeah, start. Yeah, potential. Uh, but Defensive tackle, especially, because I think that's where we're weakest. But uh, I feel like Andrew Barry almost devalues defensive tackles, uh, especially in, like, in the second round. Like he, he might try to take a couple of those guys with like fourth round, fifth round flyers. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we got Winovich for the Patriots, so – yeah, he's, he's a defensive end. He's yeah, a defensive end. He's, he's another end. Yeah, you know, we, mm-hmm. Sheldon Day, Malik Jackson. We still got Tommy Togia. We, you know, we we got a, we got a deep room, man. We got a deep room. I mean, shoot, I'm just, I just I just think that um, the Browns are ready to go. Everything they get is going to be death. You know, I would look for character people, people who are going to be good in the locker room, people mm-hmm. who that you'll be able to coach and that could grow. And um, you know. Hey, we can't we can't do nothing but win. Ain't no way but up, man. 
we've been we've been clown factor for so many years. When we win, I think Cleveland gonna explode. <laughs> and Andrew Berry loves athletes, so anytime he gets a guy that's 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 high on the athletic scale, like he's that's where he's gonna go first and foremost. Like, and, and age too. Like if if it comes down to a guy who he thinks will be the same productivity, and one guy's you know, already at twenty three, and he got another guy who's twenty one. He's going twenty one. He's gonna go with that twenty one year old. So I got a question for you guys. What do we do? Can we get rid of Baker? Can we trade Baker? Let's say, hey, at 44, we got an opportunity to include Baker Mayfield in a package deal. Where do you guys see him possibly going? If, let's say, the Panthers decide to, where do you guys see him going? So, I, Can I, we I, get rid of Baker? If you're going to pay it, anybody. Yeah. I'll, give, I'll give him up for a six-pack. They're going to pay the $18 million. There is a couple teams potential, potentially. All right. You know, Carolina, obviously, just because there's been some rumblings and some talk there. I still don't think Seattle is totally out of it. There's no way Seattle is just 100% sold on Drew Locke. I agree. Like, either either they're still marginally interested in Mayfield or they really love Malik Willis or Kenny Pickett. They signed Kaepernick. They were talking to Kevin. I don't think they officially signed him, but they were talking about bringing him. They brought him in. For oh, I thought they signed him yesterday. No, they, no, they didn't. Oh, they're just talking. Yeah. They've been talking. Down, I feel, like, I feel like they've been talking. Yeah, that'd be big news. I, I feel like they've been talking to him for a while, like, but it just never seems to work out. Um, Pete Carroll no said he called. He said he called, but there was really nothing that was like semi even solid about that you know i think that was more of a fake news type thing i was like man hmm. i was like please because I, I really would like cap to get an opportunity i just don't see it yet you know we, we just have to see how it plays out but he ain't never gonna play then they went to a 35 uh, I, I mean yeah every year he's getting older. He, he'd be getting a social security check before he fuck around and you know get in <laughs> and hey, he need he need to do like johnny manzel and, and um trail owens they were there blowing up the arena league <laughs> <laughs> and he got to the ASFL. Shout out to the ASFL. He want to come to ASFL and play. Come on, play. We got you. <laughs> yeah. You got the XFL starts next year. You got the USFL. Like there's there's opportunities. Like and 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 I, that's I think that's what I always want to see. Like uh, I would love to see Kaepernick go play in the USFL and tear it up and like show proof people wrong. Like say, look, this is what mm-hmm. you're missing. Mm-hmm. But, let, let me let me ask you guys this. Tell me if this makes sense. All right. So Tom Brady was retired. And then all of a sudden he's not retired. He's coming back. Do you think that it's possible that Arians called Tom Brady and said, "Hey man, I liked Baker before now, or before I like him now. Would you please come back for one more year? I'm going to trade for Baker and teach this man how to be a pro." Do you, do you think it's possible that t- that Tampa Bay is looking at at, at Baker Mayfield? We all know that that he he can throw the ball. We we know he's accurate. Mikey P, you've said he needs to humble his, himself. I I I, agree I don't think he you. can humble himself at this point. No, I don't think right. so. You, uh, Tom Brady Dang might be able to teach him how to do a pro. And you know what? I think he respects Tom Brady. Do you think it's possible Tampa know. Bay could be that, the team? That would be perfect case scenario for Baker. And I would like to see it because that's all he needs to learn how to do is be a professional. Because he got a Hollister for an arm. He's not a dumb kid. If he really homes in and learns and really listens to somebody, it's going to be a great story for me. And you know, you, you remember, he, he he got left one school and went to the other one, went to Oklahoma. He left te- Texas A&M and went to Oklahoma and, and, you know, really showed that he was ready. He's a good comeback kid. I used to always say, if Baker has a bad game, he's going to have a good one the next game. So if he could do that, that would be perfect for him because Tom Brady is a great teacher when it comes to that. And he has patience for people. You see, he had, um, you know, Brown at his house and everything. Mm-hmm. He has that kind of patience to work with people. And Baker, if he respects him, he can go a long way in Tampa Bay. I, I don't think it's over for Baker. I mean, he's one play away. One he's play on away. Short, I mean, he on the short Brady, leash, though. I'm gonna give you that. He's yeah. on the short leash. You know, he, he, he gotta he's gotta calm himself down, bro. With that that with that social media, I'm gonna be quiet. I'm gonna stay silent. Blah 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 blah. I'm gonna be quiet. I'm gonna stay silent. Blah 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 blah. He he, he shoots himself in the foot. You know, he's on like Cheddar Bob from from Eight Mile. <laughs> come on, you know. I was like, dude, Cheddar like, Bob. dude, calm, calm down. And, and and to me, that was like, you know, you're getting into it with Mary Kay. And then now, you you know, they dog Mary Kay so bad. I met this woman, man. This woman has so much credibility. 
you know, and, and all of that yin yang. And it's like, dude, just oh, focus on being a quarterback. That's all I ever wanted him to do, man. He just couldn't do it. So um, I, I, I wish him good luck. I do, but we'll see. You know, I kind of like Baker's fight. And be honest, a woman can't have no credibility to talk about football till she know what it feel like being hit. I mean, to be honest, I don't, uh, that's why his wife should quit. His wife don't need to be tweeting for him. Really, she don't need to be tweeting for him. People can always dream and imagine and pretend they know what's going on. But until you out of breath and get hit and have to get up and run another play at somebody, you really don't know what football is. And it's and it's cool. And then Mary Kate and all, you know, it's cool. But she's a re- she, you know, she a reporter, man. It's if you report some something off the chain about me, don't come back to me talking to me. You know what I mean? <laughs> she like, seems to be dialed in though. She's even got she's dialed in. She dialed in because she's around people. But you can't tell me how I feel after practice. I'm tired. I've been getting chased by people two hundred some pounds tackling me. What do you know about that? Like, what can you? How can you identify with that? You know, I'm just saying, we don't. Yeah, I get it. I don't tell women about what it feel like to wear a tampon. Don't tell me what it feel like to play football. <laughs> might be wrong, yeah. but it's she, the truth. I mean, and she played. <laughs> she played in the like she knew what Baker, how Baker would respond, and that's the problem. Like he's got mm. rabbit ears. Like he hears everything. Yeah, yeah. And you just can't. Like you just. You got. Yeah, feel like she baited him. She baited him in, or what? She knew he would respond. Yeah, you don't doubt. Like, it was easy. It was a layup. Like, there's just some people. It's like, it's called, what do you call it? Trolling. Like, yeah. he's so easy to troll because you know he's going to respond and engage. And he could easily not, but he just continuously does it. I mean, even from Colin. That's why Colin Cowherd continuously <laughs> did it because it was so easy. Yeah. Like, mm. You can't well, fall for the trap. Can't fall for it. No, you got to be, yeah, you got to be careful, like, because, uh, you know, they're, they're trying to, uh, sometimes they're trying to put an image out there of, of who you are, and when you play into that, then all you're doing is, is making yourself look like the person that you, you know, they're trying to say you're weak-minded and, and, uh, and not strong-willed, and anytime you respond, and you're doing all the social media stuff, like, that's what it is. Right. You know, fans, us as, you know, people as fans, they got to realize, you know, these people are just people. You know, we they play football, but they go home. They're still, they still got kids that read. They got kids to read. Their wife's mm-hmm. read what you say about them. You know, people think just because they fans and you support a team that you got a right to tear down and build up somebody. Like, mm-hmm. really? Like, what made you the moral judge of the world? I mean, you don't judge, we don't judge our parents, our presidents like this. I mean, shoot, we'll hire a president after, after saying something or doing something, you know, like we forgot what he said or did. But let it be a football player. You want to talk all day and all they doing is trying to play a kid's sport as a grown man. We really take this shit way too serious talking about it. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's the thing. It's a line because everything's social and they say, oh, you got to be politically correct. Well, politically correct is doing the wrong thing now. Everything that they say is acceptable. Everything that's good is the wrong thing. At least the way I grew up. And now we can't talk about the wrong thing. Where I come from, it say if you see something, say something. Mm-hmm. You know, it's getting to a point right now where I think fans is overstepping their bounds, man. Talking about people's yeah, they, they, pers- personal life and tweeting ooh. back and forth. And now reporters saying, oh, you can't say that. And you can't say this. And you got to be this. And you got to be that. I mean, we don't even hold these reporters, you know, to their words. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It's kind of getting old. You know, if I was an athlete, I almost shut off on the media. Cause all you gotta do oh, is play. All you gotta do is play. They gonna love you when you win. You know, I'd be like, I'd be like Marshawn Lynch. I'm just okay. here so I don't get fined. I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> I wouldn't. I wouldn't be on social media. If oh I was, my god, if I was that is some of the most hilarious, hilarious shit, man. Like, and now, now he just opened up. Now Marshawn doing Doritos commercials. He doing everything. You know, I'm like, yo, Marshawn is getting it. You know, but before he'd be like, man, I ain't got nothing to say. I'm here to play. Because well, he playing football. And when he ain't playing football, now they want to hear his voice. Because mm-hmm. he ain't said nothing the whole time when he played. But you know what? That's what cost him the Super Bowl, though. If he would have been more interactive, Pete Carroll would have gave him the ball at the two-yard line. Mm-hmm. He got mad He got mad because he grabbed his crouch earlier in the game when he scored a touchdown. But that's why Pete Carroll never won another Super Bowl. Nope, so he's not winning another one. This he'll never win another one. He, he was right there. I think the, the age that we're living in, 
this this is the closest that fans have ever been able to get to a professional athlete. I mean, we were just talking a little while ago. You guys had Eric Medcalf on your podcast show. Right. I mean, 20 years ago, that probably wouldn't be possible. I mean, you'd have to know somebody to know somebody to invite them on. So I think people are trying to feel their way. You know, a lot of professional athletes just stay away from, from social media, you know, and some can't help themselves. But, man, you know. Uh, they, they, read what, they read what fans are tweeting and they see the social media posts and th- this is a new new age that we're living in we had anthony griggs who was you know he was in the drive and whatnot anthony griggs he came on we had a great show with him you know and anthony's a great guy too you know mm-hmm. and you know to be around with bernie you know and everything oh man it was it was wonderful to talk to him as well you know so you know we, we, we you know tmd trying to make some different moves you know and we I, we just love all the greats all the greats who can who were there who played with the Schottenheimers, who played with the cornells who played with the belichick with he you know what i'm saying we we yeah. we like that we we love that you know it's you know the mistake on the lake different stuff that we always elaborate on we we die hard cleveland fans you know we love doing what we do Shout out to my brother Aaron, you know what I'm saying? And uh shout out to you guys for having us come on. And it's just appreciate it. You gotta be a diehard bronze fan. You gotta love this, man. You got to. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, let's um let's move into the last segment. We gotta land this plane. The Yard Dogs Podcast mailbag. Casey underscore Kinneman. Casey Kinneman, he's a fr- uh, friend of the show. He's been a guest on the show. He asked this, and this is a Twitter poll question, so I'm gonna actually share the results after we give our opinions. What do you think is more likely for the Browns in in round two? We've we've kind of covered this, but maybe this will just sh- show where we all stand. <laughs> do you think the Browns will trade up, stay at forty four, or trade back? Mikey P, I'll start with you. Uh, I'm going to go stay at forty four. Stay at forty four. You cheated because you see the answers. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, what, what do you? <laughs> this is what I think is going to happen. He's going to stay at yeah. forty four. I think the guy. I think the 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 guy that he wants on his board is going to be there. Yeah. Somebody's yeah. going to drop. You know the JOK story last year. I mean, essentially, that's our pick this year of the first round. So we're we're looking for a guy like JOK to drop that nobody saw coming. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, an impact player. Maybe it doesn't matter the position. I think we're so in tune. Oh, it's got to be a defensive end or it's got to be a wide receiver. Maybe it won't be. Maybe it's just a guy that that falls and Andrew Barry's like, I need to take this guy. You know, because when you draft some somebody like that, he's an impact player. You know, Aaron, you, you said not many people are going to even be able to start on this roster. So, right. Right. Um, Aaron, what what do you think, man? Do they do they stay put? Do they trade up or trade back? Hey, I definitely think they stay put, but I would love to see them trade up if they could, just because we would get a better player or a player that they're targeting. But I um, I trust Barry; he's been doing a great job. So yeah. hey, anything they do, I'm with it. And Mr. Uh, Mr. Deacon, I got to stick with trading back, man. I, I just feel like they don't have the assets really to trade up into the first round I, unless baker's included in something crazy i just don't see it i think they will trade back to acquire some assets not too far back but i think they'll trade back that's that's my number one yeah i'll, t- I'll take more players too i tell you what what what's that uh what's that trade ding on on draft do 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 or what's that no you got it's like ding 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 I will be listening for that, man. That's oh, it. yeah. But you know what? I've expected, like, when I heard that, like, oh, here we go. And then the screen, the, the, the ticker come. Browser's traded back. Like, what the? Oh, no. I know I you lost know, my and, mind. And, but, oh, man, dude. Jeremiah yeah. Russo, Mahoramara, remember? I was texting you back and forth. We was going we crazy. We was going at it. You know, me and Aaron, we, we, we going at it. I got different people like, yo, 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 here we go, here we go. You know, because mm-hmm. we, we, we so entranced with it. You know, and like, because oh, we want this team to succeed. We do. Mm-hmm. You know, so yeah, certain I'm, things come like, what the hell did it take? Oh, damn it. You know, and you get mad. It's like, come on, man. But it is hey. what it is. I got faith in Barry. I do. He's doing wonderful things. He's the best young, to me, one of the best young GMs in the NFL. And he's, he's got the Haslam support. He's got the fancy support. He sits down unlike some, you know, other GMs who, I'm just going to give you this. You're going to take who I give you. They have conversations. They talk. They got a good, to me, a good relationship. This is what I need. All right, cool. And you need that. I think that GM coach relationship, and then D 
And Jimmy like, all right, let's do it. And I like that. I like that. And I got to give it up to the Haslam's. It looked bad at first, but I know a lot of people feel like they haven't done. They've been trying to a lot of the years that this guy's had this team. They've been trying. It might not be the greatest thing, Johnny, whatever the case may be, but they threw it all away. And they said, you know what? Let's start it again. And some teams, like like we said, Snyder, he's never got it right. Never. You know what I'm saying? Since I've been alive for a long time. You know what I'm saying? So I got to give it up to the Haslam for trying at least, putting forth the effort, saying, okay, let's get rid of this guy. Kitchens, get up out of here and, and make things happen. So it is what it is. We want another, we want another playoff run. Yeah, the only thing I keep thinking about as far as trading up, by the way, okay, so trading up got 23% of the votes. Staying at 44 got 53%. And trading back got 24% of the votes. The only thing I think about trading up, you know, if Barry sees an impact player and he's got a dance partner that's willing to, to trade spot, spots with us, um, you know, whatever that, that trade looks like, you know, to get a first round draft pick, I mean, that, that means you also get the fifth round or the fifth year option. You know, so mm. you know what I mean. If he yeah. sees an impact player that he loves, and he's got a dance partner, mm. he he could move up into the first round. I'm definitely not going to go to yeah. bed early on Thursday. Yeah. I'm it's a it's up. a possibility. Oh yeah, because I I could see him get with Detroit saying, "Listen, I pay nine million dollars of Baker's salary. You pay the other nine million. Let me move up." I could see him doing that. You know, and it'd be good for both of us. Probably you worth know? every penny. You got to give him something else though. You got to give him something else. You want the spot, need something else. Well, they they you they know. need to. You know what? I would if I was the Browns, I start reminding people about what Becker was the year before last year. People sleeping on him for real. I might even just keep him long as I could. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. People sleeping send on him. Send out some uh, send out some highlight tapes to all the GMs. Yeah, even not that they need to do their own homework because truth yeah. of the matter is, they're banking on Baker to play like he did before he was hurt. They're not. Nobody wants him how he was last year. They're banking on him to really play like he was before that. So, you know, I still think he has value. He probably has a pretty damn big chip on his shoulder now. He always has. Yeah, That's, but it's pretty yeah. big right now probably. Yeah, it's, it's huge. It's bigger than his head. <laughs> um, let's move on to the next uh, Yard Dogs podcast mailbag question. Nick Carnes. Everybody knows Nick Carnes. He's part of the Faithful Dogs Network. He asks, what percentage chance would you give Nick Chubb to lead the NFL in rushing this year? 90. Mm. 90. Because I think I think it would be a um, almost purpose-like thing. I think I think he'll get a lot of carries in the fourth quarter. I think when they when they run the ball, he's going to be the one that's going to be the bell cow. And and he's he's overdue. And if he don't, you know, if we end up by three touchdowns and he don't run out of bounds trying to be a good guy, you know, just go ahead and put it on the ass. That's a that's a good point, man. It, like mm-hmm. if we're playing with the lead a lot with Deshaun Watson, you're right. He might be carrying the rock a lot in the second half. Right. So that's a good point by you. What about you, Mister Deacon? Well, with Kareem being there, I don't, I don't, I don't see it. You know, maybe, maybe about a sixty percent because Kareem is there, and now that Deshaun is there, you don't have to rely on the run as much because you have a capable quarterback. I think the Browns are probably trying to change their identity. I don't, I don't want to see them do that. I think they're going to try to change their identity. I think you'll see Chubb catching more passes out the backfield now. You know, they'll run the ball, switch it up, but. I think the Browns are going to try to be a more of a pass-oriented team, and I don't like that. Yeah, you know, I was Kareem more with special. Yeah, yeah, I was more with a sixty-forty. Now I think it's going to be like forty-sixty. Now I'm like, whoa, in a minute, but I don't want to. Don't get away from your identity just because you got Deshaun. And I, I, I would love to see Chubb lead the league in rushing, but I don't. What was I he don't second know. last year behind? Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, yeah. and then he lost. Before, he was hurt some in, in, in the year before, wasn't he second behind Henry? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's he been was. second all this time, and Kareem been Henry winning. passed him the last game, I think. Right, yeah, and they and they just because he didn't try to get it, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. If one of those things happened where Chubb wants to be humble, you know, he wants to play the humble guy. Hey, he's know, a he's a he's a great team player. He's a great teammate. So he yeah, that's good. Chubb do whatever's required of me, and I ain't mad at it. Yeah, I think well, I think they also they try to conserve his carries and, and make right. sure he's fresh for later in the season. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. So it won't it, it won't surprise me. Like I don't think he'll get the Russian title next year. Um, 
you know, I think he'll, you know, again, have probably 12, 13, 1400 yards rushing. Mm-hmm. But it just seems like the Colts, like, that is their offense. Is hand the ball to Jonathan Taylor. Yeah, Especially yeah. with yeah. Matt Ryan coming in there, they're going to they're gonna stay with that same kind of balanced attack mm-hmm. where, you know, we a lot of teams don't have that second bell cow like a Kareem Hunt. Like, Kareem Hunt could start for most teams in this league. We, no we, got, we got four good running backs because Demetri Felton can run for other teams. Demetri Felton's good. He'll be catching a lot of screens. I think him and Hunter play the same role, and I think the earnest will back up um, um, Chubb as far as the bell cow. You know, in the fourth quarter, they're going to grind it out and beat people up. They're going to do what that offensive line loves to do. The offensive line loves to go to work and put on the gloves and beat somebody up. So when, when Deshaun throws all these touchdowns and we be up by two touchdowns in the fourth quarter, it's going to be called clock control. And, and Chubb going to do what he do. And I'm looking forward to that. I'm looking forward to that. This we offense could be very potent this, this mm-hmm. year. It's going to be fun. Potent. I mean, it's gonna be like fun. I, I don't, I forget who said it, but this is the most dynamic roster that we've seen ever, maybe ever. Yeah. Um, uh, this is the best. Just, Browns uh, of course, team they got to play the game. I've ever seen. They yeah. got to play the game. Yeah, they'd be like, on paper we look good, but we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta get it in. I'll tell yeah, you what, we never had a quarterback this good in the history of the franchise of Cleveland Browns. No. We have never had a quarterback with this much upside, and arguably, we never had a running back. As good as our running back, you know, our room. We have a good running back room, and I know the Browns always had great running back rooms. Mike Pruitt, Greg Pruitt, you know, Ernest and Mac. you know what I'm saying? Minor. But this team, you know, we have Chubb, Hunt, and Ernest, Ernest ain't no joke. You know, Ernest could have started for other teams. And I do think Demetri Felton has a little something special about him. He can catch them screens and make it happen. Mm-hmm. Maybe like a James White. Yeah, yep. For the Patriots, seen, yeah. that's the way I see him. Like yeah, he's James White. Yeah. Yep. Definitely yeah. potential to be that kind of player. I know when he seen that game, he went up to that fan and said, listen, if I'm going to score a touchdown, I'm going to give you the ball. He said, I got you. You know, he caught that mm-hmm. screen pass. He, he shook about he shook about eight yeah. players and got up in there. Yeah. He wanted that. So yeah. After like that, that, though, he got away from Fenton. They, they got away from him. I'm like, what? Why is... I don't understand yeah. it, man. That was the setup. That was the Baker Mayfield setup. Yeah, they tanked, man. They tanked. You know? Well, our time, we're up against it. Um, this is the time of the show when I want to give our guests, you guys, gentlemen, a chance to give yourself a plug. Where can we find you on social media? How can we listen to your podcast? Mr. Deacon, I'll start with you. Where can we find you on social media? Well, you can find us at uh, the main thing is YouTube at uh, TMD, the Mr. Deacon Experience, and uh, all the social media platforms and uh, YouTube, TikTok. Uh, we trying to get, I'm trying to get the Twitch up. But, you know, it's, it's hard, you know. But, yeah, those are the main platforms that you can catch us. Okay. Well, you can catch me on um, TMD. You know, you can catch me on that show talking about the Browns. I'll have other things going on later. But right now we're going to stick with TMDE. You know, that's my show, and that's where you're going to see me at. And, it, and it's you guys and Miss Christy Acuti. Yep, Christy Acuti, yep. Pete Barker, yep. Pete, Pete comes on every Pete now and then we get, when we get Pete, Pete yeah. <laughs> Now that's the only woman. That's the only woman's opinion I respect in football. Now y'all gotta understand. <laughs> I do respect Christy. Christy can take a hit. Christy can take a hit, and she will. Take she can take a hit. Now Christy done been there. Now you yeah, know, we got long stories about. She know what she one hand on her. <laughs> that's right. And let, let's give the BFO a shout out tonight once again. A great Facebook page. Phenomenal. Ten thousand uh, followers on on that. So, Absolutely. what a great job that that Christy and Pete are doing with the BFO and and you guys. You know, with 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 your podcast on on YouTube. Like I said, that Eric Medcalf episode got sixty six hundred views. So, obviously, you guys are doing something right. Keep up the great work. Thank so, you. Um, man, I thank you guys for for reaching out and coming on the show. I'd love to do this again soon. But um, until next time, I like to end all my podcasts with the Go Browns. So if you guys will join me, Mikey P., Mr. Deacon, and Aaron Sims, on the count of three, one, two, three. Go Browns. Go Browns. Go Browns. <laughs>